This is Cody Mack, voice of the Franklin Parish Patriots and co-host of The Extra Point on KMAR Thursdays during football season at 5 p.m. You are listening to The Extra Point Podcast, a playback of our weekly show. Don't forget you can listen live on Thursdays during football season only on KMAR, Mixler.com, and TuneIn Radio. Or you can check it out right here, The Extra Point Podcast. The opinions expressed in this program are those of the host and participants and do not reflect the opinions of KMAR. Welcome to the Extra Point. We're not even on, man. We're not on. I show that we're on. Second and goal from the one. They hand it off up the middle, and it's going to be a touchdown for Greg Bailey, who gets his first carry and the first touchdown of the year. Here's a snap. Now they're going to pass it. They're going to throw it. Banks is open, and Banks makes the catch. Touchdown, Franklin Parrish. What a great play. Blake, great play call, but the play was worked to perfection, Cody. Fourth down and six. LT's going to keep it. LT's got the first down and more inside the 10-5 touchdown. His second touchdown of the night, LT Major, a 19-yard touchdown run. And welcome to the Extra Point right here on your home. For Patriot football, it is KMAR 95.9 The Bird. We're here for a brand new season of the Extra Point. Cody Mack here. Matt Reynolds sitting over there. Aloha, friends. Glad to be back in the saddle. Season 7 of this wild ride. I can't ride. believe it's been it's been That's 7 right. years Yeah. since we started. 7 years, like a little baby being born, going to kindergarten. Well, that's an old kindergartner, I guess. Old, old kindergarten. Yeah, old kindergarten. We got Double J in studios. Impeccable timing for me. I walked in yeah. just as we got started. That's you, all right. You only, you only make an never. entrance to Ted Nugent. You only walk <laughs> in buildings when Ted Nugent is playing. Yeah. Uncle Ted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uncle Ted. Yeah. All right, so uh, Season 7 getting kicked off. I want to thank all of you for hanging out with us. It's been a great seven years and glad you could be here for every second of it. We are ready for some football on a Friday night, and uh, we had the Jamborees all wrapped up last week. We were over at ULM at the Bayou Jam. In the heat. In the heat. Well, Jeff was in the heat for hot. at least five minutes. Couldn't get the PlayStation <laughs> headset to work, right? So <laughs> the, the, internet, the internet was quite deficient there. Yeah, it was it really was strange. Uh, you know, you remember back in the day, Tiger Stadium had a problem. You couldn't get your cell phone to work there. You still can't. Can. I think can. that had something to do with because, uh, of course, we're in Malone Stadium. Right. Not near as many cell phones going off as say in Tiger Stadium, but it, something was going on. You get five full bars, and you couldn't even get a text or a nah. call or anything. So, uh, I don't think we'll have quite the problem in. Gym. I don't think so. I talked with uh, David Raider, yeah, former coach at uh, Franklin Parish, after the game, and he was riding by Malone Stadium as I was talking to him. His phone just cut off right in the middle of it. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that's I think I don't know what it has to do. With, you know, I always thought that it had something to do with all those people, maybe on one network, yeah. at one time. But 
Uh, it wasn't. We didn't have as many people there Friday night as there was at the ULM Grambling game on Saturday. Well, but crowd. record. Yeah, yeah, record crowd, record home crowd for uh, ULM opening. Um, remind people all year at Extra Point KMAR on Twitter. Also find us on Facebook. You can hear us, of course, on the airwaves of KMAR ninety five point nine and on Mixler.com. Tune in radio and Cody. This year we gotta be putting out a podcast. That's right, the Extra Point Podcast, which will be a, it will be a replay of uh, our show every week. Right, Just in case here. you miss us on Thursday, yeah, you, you don't want to miss us. Get a little primer going to the game Friday afternoon. We've got know? so many ways that you could listen to us. I don't know <laughs> why right. you would want to no miss it, but anymore. yeah, will yeah. you edit out those noises I just made? So. <laughs> no, yeah, that it enhances the experience. <laughs> yeah. It adds color. Yeah, have you, you guys been keeping up with the Hard Knocks? I, I don't know why. I'm always a Hard Knocks fan. I like watching. I, I watched it. the first episode, but I've certainly been keeping on with the antics of the keeping up with the antics of the Raiders because it's always fun. I mean, you know, Jeff, you grew up in an era when the Raiders, I mean, when you they were probably just win, baby. They've been just absolutely win, dreadful my entire life except that one year, uh, you know, with Rich Rich, uh, Rich Gannon Rich was Gannon, quarterback. Yeah. They went course, to the Super Bowl. Right. And when little Chucky Gruden was a cor- uh, the uh, – Well, back in the, the day. The first time. He was – yeah, he was – he was when they went to the Super Bowl, he was the coach of the Buccaneers. They'd already got rid of him. Okay, yeah, and that's right. So, uh, he was the he was the coach whenever they had uh, the Tom Brady tuck rule. He was the, the head coach rule. for the Raiders then. Missed out on a chance of being in the Super Bowl because of that rule. And then yep. he leaves and goes to Tampa Bay, and they both meet the next year, and it was – well, All back in the bay. day when Mr. Boom Pow, that guy was the head coach of the uh, Raiders. They were pretty good back in the day. <laughs> Talking about John Madden? Yes. They were good back in the day. Boom. <laughs> yeah, so, but they've been absolute tire fire, what, for a decade now. Oh. And, you know, of course, uh, win, baby, win. Yeah. Al's gone. But his, right. son, his son with the, the t- worst haircut in Hollywood or worst haircut in California is taking over. And uh, things had not got much better. Yeah, he's taking it right now. They, they threw a lot of money at, of course, John Gruden, and uh, they took it. They, they've cut some great. They've got rid of some great players. First Khalil Mack, Dallas Cowboy uh, receiver, Cooper, Mark Cooper. Yeah, all, in, all in year one of Gruden's comeback yeah. to Oakland, and you bring in Antonio Brown, who has been a complete circus act. Suspended. Been, yeah, suspended today. That is the uh, updated news out of uh, Oakland. Is that uh, Antonio Brown has been suspended by the Raiders? I'm. I'm sure you, I haven't seen anything that says. How do you, you know, get into it with the GM? Mike, I mean, I've Mayfair. heard of coaches and players not getting along, but to get into yeah. it with the GM. About what, him finding him for something that he didn't show up to practice? So, so he didn't show up to practice. He wasn't there for a walkthrough is what right. it was. And uh, so they, they Which, find him for that. Um, she knows coming. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, he was fined. I think like thirteen thousand dollars for missing a walkthrough, uh, but uh, then he turned around and took the 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 letter. All in all, it was fifty four thousand dollars for missing yeah. a walkthrough and a training camp practice. But uh, so so Mike Mayock, who is the GM for for Oakland, sends him a letter saying, "Hey, you're being fined this money for missing these you know team activities." Mm-hmm. And uh, Brown takes a screenshot of it and puts it on Instagram. Yeah, and with a lot of his you know, his buddy that works in the Oakland media puts it on Twitter. And then, of course, the whole world sees it, and that's exactly what he wants. I mean, yeah. what do you expect? Didn't he, uh, in in a, after a loss in the dressing room, Facebook Live? That's the right. Coach talking to he him. did. So. Yeah. And, but here's the thing: when OJ Simpson is tweeting out saying "Chill out, dude," <laughs> that should tell you something. <laughs> OJ Simpson went on Twitter today and said, "You need to chill out. You're doing it. You need to chill out. Uh, you need to chill out, AB." O.J. Simpson telling you you're doing something wrong. Something. How do you get A.D. Yeah. Re- rethink things. How do you get A.D. for a walkthrough? Doesn't he have, like, 
his feet. His feet are, yeah. yeah. He's, he's got well, he's, feet. I think that's yeah. I think that's kind of hard uh, okay walk. now. But uh, not only not only after that, but uh, Brown and Mayock also got in a screaming match at, yeah, during practice. Yeah. Um, they had to be pulled apart. Right. Brown punted a ball and told Mayock to find him, him for that. Yeah. Find him for that. And so uh, yeah, they're going to find you and uh, they're going to suspend you as well. And that voids out thirty point one two five million of guaranteed money in his contract. Oh, I don't know if you've heard that yet. No, I haven't. But yeah. uh, saving I, money. I, I love though that May Mayock's like, look, you know, we made we might have made a mistake with you, and if we did, that's on us. But it's going to be on our terms what happens from here on out, right. not on your terms. And you know that's what's crazy about Pittsburgh. You know, he, he, Pittsburgh was good before Antonio Brown. Sure, he, he certainly made them sure. a good team. They certainly were great while he was there. They'll be good when he's gone, mm-hmm. just like Le'Veon Bell in Pittsburgh, because they're it's a they're a winning they're a winning franchise. Uh, you know, you don't you didn't make Pittsburgh. I don't know why you think you can just come out to the Raiders and think you're going to turn the Raiders around. And I, and, and Mayock's not going to let him turn the whole Raiders organization into some sort of circus show. But Gruden will. Gruden. I cannot believe that. Though. I, I, I don't think so. I think Gruden's had a uh, just. Like he was a kindergartner out there all year. He certainly been has been get saying away a lot. With everything. He's, he's, I don't. I don't think <laughs> we got, got a horse in the studio. <laughs> I don't think Gruden was going to allow him to do a whole lot. <laughs> but yeah, there's a Ravens mascot in here right now. Jeez, Purvis sent one of his of friends over here to check <laughs> out the show, make sure <laughs> we're talking about in the studio. So yeah, so I don't. I don't think Gruden was going to let him do all that during the season. I just you know whatever. But it's 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 fine. Everything's good. Um, Matt's going to take care of our issue here. No, he's not. He missed. Terribly. He swung and he missed. Well, yeah, it's down for the count. All right. So, back to the important task. Uh, it is Patriots football week one. Actually, all of uh, LHSA football and week one action tomorrow night. But hey, we'll let's be, talk about the Jamboree we'll real with quick. With the Patriots. Yeah, go ahead. It was all obviously not a good performance for us. We did not get the result we wanted. A telling stat when, you know, when looking back at it, Cody. Third down conversions. It is unbelievable. Okay, two for three for Washtell Christian, two for seven for Franklin Parrish. And you think back of those third downs, there were never any like third and ones, third and twos. It was always like third and eight, third and seven. Yeah, third and long. And longer than that. So that yeah. really that was the tale right there. There really wasn't what one or two plays over 10 yards for the offense. And that, that's kind of what told the story against Washtell Christian, who was a very good team, but. Franklin Paris uh, certainly underperformed. Well, we knew it was going to be a tough. Uh, well, I would say a tough. It was. It was going to be uh, tough sledding for a team that graduated twenty three seniors, seven yeah. starters, and eight starters from the offensive and defensive sides, respectively. So you you kind of knew you had to fill those spots. Uh, but you had you know you had some players coming back though. Some some pretty key pieces. Uh, Greg Bailey was back for his senior season. Um, you had an offensive line that uh, you know there were pretty good reviews for as far as this year going forward, uh, yeah. saying that the defense was probably going to be the low part of it. Um, but you know, looking back on last week, you know both and now OCS is good. I'm not taking anything away from the Eagles, but the uh, Patriots' offensive and defensive line just felt like they were being pushed back the whole the whole 24 minutes of game time they had out there. It was uh, it was tough, and it's not. It's not something that gives you a good taste going forward, especially with the schedule those guys got this year. And you mentioned Greg Bailey, and you start looking at last year, and, and you know Greg, of course, only back with over 100 yards. Him and Stephon Harden carried the ball over 100 times. You know, Greg, nearly 500 rushing yards on the year. You take that away, and every other person that contributed is gone. 
you know, Keon Washington's back, but he didn't carry the ball but eight times last year. Everybody else is gone. They've graduated. So the offense is going to have to find somebody that can, you know, light that spark and get them going. I know this isn't going to be a home run hitting team, but they're going to need somebody to get consistent five, four yard pickups on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. And it's going to start pretty quick because next uh, or tomorrow, rather, Patriots got to travel to Gina to take Ooh, on boy. the number five ranked Giants in 3A. Yeah. So uh, that's that's the, the week one. And then. Uh, next week they get to travel over to Caldwell and take on a Spartans team that is much improved from what they have been in the past few years. Yeah, a team that's you know went to the playoffs two years in a row and last year got a playoff win. So it's certainly uh, not not a pushover like it was maybe you know five years ago, and that's certainly not a gimme game. Uh, you look at the you looked at the pre uh, pre district games, and you know there's a couple in there that you think you can sneak some wins in, but certainly not the way you performed in the Jamboree. Got to change, and I know you know Coach McCartney and the Patriots. I'm sure know that. Got to come out, uh, not fumble the ball, which they did yeah. a couple times in the second half and turn the ball over and give Washtenaw Christian a short field. So a lot of things to uh, kind of polish up before tomorrow night. Yeah, and it's uh, we're going to be uh, on the phone with Coach McCartney here in just a few minutes as uh, part of our uh, weekly coaches segment. And uh, we look forward to always chatting with him, getting his preview of the upcoming game and kind of giving us an inside look of what we can expect uh, when whenever we ride over to Gina tomorrow night to watch the game. Uh, but let's take a look at the games that we have on tap for week one. Um, tonight, kick it off, St. Fred's at Darbone Woods. A little Thursday yeah. night football. Darbone Woods, of course, Jeff, uh, had, were the fighting feasters at the beginning of last year. He lasted, I think, two weeks and called it quits. Oh, Skeletor. Yeah. And, uh, of course, that, that's a school that's continuously growing, uh, but uh, certainly has a couple down years in football. St. Fred's, though, are on the upswing, I think, with Coach Robson over there. A good way to start the season at them, too. Uh, Although they didn't have the greatest jamboree either. Did not. Of course, they played a, you know, a pretty good squad. Uh, but still, uh, I think you, you look at all the performances in the Bayou Jam – uh, Oak Grove looked so solid. Boy, I mean, yeah, they look good. They, they look like a team that'll be back in the dome. They look so really good, big and strong. Looked really good. Um, so uh, Friday night, of course, we'll be in uh, Gina as the Patriots take on the Giants. Uh, Six thirty pregame, seven o'clock kickoff, right here on the Bird Mangum at Rose Pine. Yeah, uh, Scott Wilshire era officially begins as him head coach of the Dragons. Travel down to play Rose Pine, uh, a manageable non district schedule for the dragons but of course uh once district play kicks up you know you got ravel you got Faraday, you got general trash who is from all accounts on the upswing this year well my guy who i know you 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 <laughs> heard a, me talking I'm with a, yeah. last year uh, we talked to him on the way back from uh i think one of them sin games he gave us some uh what do you call inside baseball yeah. about uh, yeah. him and some of the players that's a yeah. cody don't remember that cody might have been sleeping in the back seat could have been asleep he did sleep a that. lot yeah. but that, that's coach david and i talked yeah. with him a couple of times a week and he's feeling very good about how they're looking in the preseason so well i think uh stanley smith down in uh Faraday said that'll probably be one of the better teams in the district the team that they're gonna have to play the toughest against once to play come speaking of mangum i was uh, i thought they looked all right they of course they played a very tough oak grove team oh, yeah. but uh i mean I, size wise oak grove is just they just wear you down oh yeah and, and plus they had the speed really to go with that size yep. this year I, I tell you what though you know the 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 dragons always ran kind of that that shotgun triple option dragon wing dragon wing you don't know you got a, you know eight different athletes in the backfield which i don't i'm not sure how that's legal It'll take but, a little while yeah. to change that up yeah but you know 
Coach Wiltshire's putting his spin on the shotgun. A lot more passing we saw spread, yeah. uh, in the spread, out of the spread last uh, Friday night. So I think I think a lot of people in Mangum are pretty excited about what, what the future is. Oh, Caleb very Pleasant. capable. Yeah, yeah Tutu Pleasant uh, definitely slinging it around. We, you know, off his back foot, he threw that ball probably – yeah. 35, 40 he looks, yards. He looks like a quarterback out there. Yeah. He does. Yeah. Man. And I have absolutely no doubt Scott Welcher, my buddy, is going to right the ship up there in, in Mangum. He's yeah. going to do a good job for him. Well, you know, three and seven last year, which is kind of unfamiliar territory for the Mangum Drags. He said, you know, our goal this year is to flip that seven and three, get back in the playoffs. And you can do that. That's a pretty successful year. Yeah, that will be great. Uh, former Patriot coach Joe Purvis heads yeah. on over to Ravel to take over the uh, reins of the Hornets. And. Uh, right out of the gate, number seven, Calvert so Baptist. One good, one good thing about Co- Coach Burvis going to Ravel is that you can just show up to every game and be a more success than the coach <laughs> last year. Yeah. Uh, and Bercy. <laughs> so, I guarantee you that he will not get off the bus and get mad at the kids and call for a ride home. <laughs> yeah, that was – He uh, will ride home with the kids after every game. It's, it's good to see another uh, you know, former Franklin Paris assistant get the head coaching job. Of course, uh, got – you know, you've heard him say it on radio shows uh, leading up to the season. Talents there, of course, always great skill players. It's just uh, getting it all together. And in the past, we've seen Rabel is it's taken like three or four weeks where they can really play a game. Yeah, it's like halfway through the year, and a lot of yeah. that we have contributed to being out of shape. Right, but I don't think that's going to be a problem Probably under not. Coach Purvis. The biggest Probably problem not. I see is just uh, Joseph doesn't have a lot of kids out. The yeah, program's smaller. been kind of decimated the last few years, and they only had like twenty yeah. kids out for football, and it's kind of hard to coach twenty kids in three A's or had two a, good, a right? Had a good showing. It was, I'm, it's blanking who they played in the Jamboree, but they won twenty-one to nothing the Jamboree over the Eddie Rob Classic Arcadia. I Arcadia, think was yeah. a, who it was. 21 to nothing showing, of course, got a, a little tougher test coming into the Hornets' nest tomorrow night in Calvary Baptist. Uh, Vidalia will travel to Sisley Island to take on the Tigers in the week one matchup. Caldwell at, at Menard. Um, Tensaw will be at home against St. Mary. Delta Charter traveling to uh, Delhi Charter. The Battle, the of, the Battle of the Old Charters. Yeah. <laughs> Bastrop will be at Wasman. Oh, boy, I like That's this one. one. I like this one. one. Uh, you know, I'm hearing a lot of chatter online like awesome is disrespected in the preseason first of all those polls mean nothing there's like 10 people voting in them and nine of them are south of the i-10 or i-20 so you know it's going to be a lot of south louisiana represented in those polls but you know, Baster to me should be the favorite in this game. I mean, uh, Wasman ha- didn't have a great year last year. Bastrop's returning some guys, and you know they're, they're the bigger, more deep team. Right. Still, it'll be a good right. test right out of the gate to go play over there at Grady James Stadium. It'd be fun to watch General Trash at Peabody tomorrow night, uh, week one. Carroll will take on uh, Booker T. Washington in yeah. uh, week one. Um, number 10, Rustin, traveling to number four, Neville. It'd be number 10, Rustin in 5A, number four, Neville in 4A. And uh, mm-hmm. Neville took it to the Rebels last Friday night. Do you think 10 might be just a little generous for Rustin? It's been a while since Rustin has, has been, you know, that top-level program. Yeah, and last year, of course, probably one of the better seasons they've had in a long time. I think, uh, you know, they, they put it on Washita in the Jamboree, Rustin in the Bayou Jam, but – you know, for all accounts, everybody I took, talked to, all the guys in the media over there, Monroe said this is the worst Washita team probably in 20 years. Yeah. So I, I don't. I mean, I didn't see the game. I don't know. So you can take that score for what it will. But we know that Neville did beat West Monroe in the Bayou Jam, but West Monroe was without several players, and they ended up losing their quarterback for the season in that game. Maybe I heard he's getting a second opinion. Uh, but uh, Neville's tough. They, they, you know, bringing back most of the defense and really deep in the secondary. Uh, I think they're road. They're not really sure about quarterback yet. You know, Batterford and 
They hadn't said if it's going to be batter. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Bubby Brister's son. Little Brister. Yeah. Little Brister. Little Brister. <laughs> uh, Brister, the full-time quarterback, name? or Peyton Batterford, who seemed like he's been there for 50 years. Yeah. But, uh, he's, he's the senior this year. Yeah, so that's – you know, it's going to be, uh, you know, a lot of week one matchups. A lot of them yeah. to, to look at here. Of course, that one's going to be top tomorrow night. Number one, Oak Grove uh, and 1A traveling to Benton. 5A school. Oak Grove going against a 5A school. That'll be a good – a good gauge of really how good they are. Of course, yeah. they played Neville in a scrimmage before the Jamboree, and yeah. uh, from all accounts, uh, had, a, had a decent scrimmage against them. They, mm-hmm. they lost to Neville, but they played very well from what you hear. Um, number one, Starlington. Number three, Logansport. Uh, uh, two teams that have a combined 75 wins in the past three years. You think these programs are on the up and up? Yeah. Wow, this will be a fun one. As, and we'll, uh, Sterling got to travel, though, way out to Logansport. It's pretty much in Texas. Yeah, we'll see uh, We'll see Sterlington week nine at Patriot Stadium this year um, as part of that grueling yeah. 2019 schedule for the Patriots. Woodlawn Shreveport at Richwood. Uh, West Monroe will be at home against Ridgeway, Tennessee. Mm. Who Making is 0-2 on the year to yeah. start the season. Two weeks in already. I think they're yeah. ready for this contract <laughs> with West Monroe to end. It hasn't been good for Ridgeway. It's a little cooler up, up, up in Tennessee. Yeah, so. yeah it's going to be. Can't be much cooler. Jeez. Yeah, it's going to be hot it's tomorrow. Brutal, brutal few days down here for sure. Yeah, airline at Washita. Uh Number eight, Faraday will travel to Alexandria. Senior high tomorrow and, night. And, Jeff, I know we were talking about this. All the preseason Max Breff stuff had Ash way up in the rankings but when the of course sports writers poll comes out they're just slightly out of the top 10 i think coach bachman is going to shock some people this year i think it's between them and them and west monroe in the 2-5a race and i think it, it could be very difficult for coach smith tomorrow well i like thomas say so, you know i'm real good friends yeah. with him uh, last year we sat and talked with him uh, before the jamboree yeah. down there and uh Tom Thomas is an offensive genius out there. He's going to score some points. And there's a great clip online of him before this. I think it's two weeks ago. He's got a couple of players around him, and he's saying it's not because it's not the Sinlaw doesn't have the athletes. We don't have the program support. We, you know, we don't have the support to make it into a program. We look season by season. You got to have all these different assets, and we're building an identity but here. The other Ash. the other problem there in Sinlaw is the open enrollment in Alexandria. Yeah, can kids go can go to go any there. school they yeah. want to. That's why. Uh, You've got the basketball school, you've yeah. got the baseball school, and he's trying to make them into the football school, wanting everyone to go to Ash. Yeah, that's that's, that's tough. That's another tough thing to deal with there. Uh, I'm not sure how they how they how they do that, but you know, I don't know. Uh, OCS will be at home against Arcadia, um, Madison at home against Bozier, West Washtenaw traveling to Bolton. Uh, number three, Manny, and number five, Union Parish. Number three, uh, Manny, of course, in two A, mm-hmm. Union Parish in three A. And that ought to be a good one. Of course, these two teams met That'd last year. Yeah, before Franklin Parish played Union, mm-hmm. that was the night we were at Kentwood. They were playing Manny, yeah. and uh, both of us, and us and Union, mm-hmm. lost that game, and then of course yeah, played each other week. the next week. So, uh, starting out the season with a, a tough opponent is Union Parish. Yeah, and Union Parish, they, they don't shy away from anyone, and of course, uh, we'll see them too. Yeah, and uh, I'm not. Union Parish, because okay, so this is at Union Parish. I know Manny got the new – a lot of schools this year got the turf. Manny was one of them. Of course, this game tomorrow night won't be there. But uh, OCS, I saw, debuted their turf. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Oak Grove. Oak, Oak Grove. got the turf, too. Yep. Yeah. Of course, for years in Oak Grove, you had to be careful on the north end zone when you scored a touchdown because you'd run into the uh, to the track. Yeah. It was actually part of the end zone. Now it is no longer there. 
Uh, couldn't you argue last year that Oak Grove benefited from having that slobby mud fest yeah, we, field? We talked about that yeah. last week. Uh, yeah, it slowed absolutely. Down, it slowed down a couple of those South Louisiana teams. They're going to be good on the turf. This oh, they'll year. be the team yeah. we saw tonight is going to be real good on the turf. It just uh, hey, they were really good on the Malone Stadium turf. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. They, there was no speed issues yeah, for sure. Not at all. Not at all. Last one, Beekman at LaSalle. Uh, pretty. I would say that'd be a pretty good drive for Beekman Charter. Is uh, I was Arkansas. I, I went to Beekman Charter last year during baseball season. Okay, huh? Only time I've ever been there, and it felt like forever. <laughs> yeah, riding you that bus to get there. And then go, w- go keep going. Keep Just going. Go north. And when you think you know you've got there, you haven't. You almost got about forty-five cabin. minutes. Yeah, you almost a log cabin. You're there. It's crazy, man. Crazy. So uh, there you have it. Your week one matchups uh, right here in the uh, LHSAA. Coming up tomorrow night, of course, St. Fred's and Darbone Woods. That is tonight. Uh, kickoff. So there. all the That's coaching right. changes in Richland Parish. Who do you think has the best record out of them when the season ends? At the end of the year, of course, mm. you had them at. I forget the Delhi Charters coach, but there's a Delhi Charter uh, coaching change. Brett Riley retiring, of course. Ravel, Coach Purvis coming in. Coach Wilshire taking over for Coach Tharp and Mangum. And then you had Storm Ridgeway take over Delhi. That's a lot of coaching changes yeah. for one parish. Yeah, and you know, last year Delhi was probably the the biggest surprise out of all those teams, uh, yeah. wouldn't you think? Sure. You know, taking on Oak Grove in Delhi yeah. and getting that win is big. I mean, they they hung with them. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so, you know, I I would have to think the new coach at Delhi Charter would probably. You think so? I think they may have the best season this year, but, just simply because they're, they're you got to look at Ravel and. Mangum, yeah, are in the same district. Well, with, I think Delhi Charter's in that district. Yeah, with, I think so. Yeah, with, but in that district with General Trass and Faraday, I mean, it's going to be very tough. Yeah. Uh, new I, coaches put, especially like say in Mangum, where they're putting in an entirely new mm-hmm. offense. It's going to take a while to 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 bounce off of that will, though. I think things will be a little bit more the same at Delhi Charter. To bounce off of that Probably. though, you know, you you say Mangum's changing the scheme and all of this, but they're they're not changing coaches if that makes That's sense true. he's already been there and his kids are still yeah. accustomed to him i actually think coach wilcher has the upper hand uh being as the he's already been he's going to do in that school there. system yeah um you know i think that would help him out a little bit more kids already a know him t- a lot of turnover in the offseason in richland i'm gonna sure. miss tommy tharp though i mean uh, what's what's tommy are tommy you sure calling plays yeah. now well in, uh, i was able to pick Winfield against now. tommy tharp 10 times you last did. year and you i was did. correct nine times hey can we mention the last <laughs> week of pickham yeah, the last can week we of mention, Can we mention the 15 and 0? Do we have that on there? 15 and Well, we don't have we, Did you, you do that? go 15 and 0. I think yeah. you've had a stroke Somebody since went then. Somebody <laughs> went 15 and 0 on the last week of Pickham <laughs> and passed Cody Maroney. Well, I don't know about that. Did you? Oh yeah. We'll have to no, are you still three games down from last year? No, I think he's right. I think I, he's right. He he beat me? I think yeah. he did. On the yeah. last week, like I, was, I quit. I was 15 I think, and 0. I think you let Aiden pick the final week. I and, think so. And Jeff went 15 and 0. So. He, you, you, your memory is coming strokes. back, Jeff. Your memory is coming back. But see, I was five I was five spots down, and I think what I did was I tried to pick against Matt the whole time just <laughs> yeah. to try to gain five picks. And Jeff so. Johnson, beep, yeah. right by you. Yeah, yeah. well, Eric Parker didn't In the me, so history of Pick'em, there have only been two perfect weeks. I own both of them. Big, hey, care. follow us at Extra Point KMR on Twitter, on Facebook. Tune in Radio Mixler all year long. Give us a call, four three five five one four one if you feel frisky. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun year. Uh, we've got uh, Coach McCartney's coming up next. Yep. And, uh, of course, we'll ta- we'll get into a little LSU-Texas football oh, coming up Saturday game. night. Uh, yeah, that'll be fun. Of course, still on the way, the uh, Pigskin Pick'em, week number one. 
And we'll be uh, much different this year. A couple far. games I think we differed from, yeah. but uh, not a lot of great not games. Not a whole this lot. Week. Not a whole. I think Jeff. Uh, I think he. I was how looking much? T- at how much time did you put into the picks this week, Jeff? Uh, I was at uh, Burger King and <laughs> it just felt like uh, taking a little time. lunch and. That's what you did. I like it. Yeah. Okay. Hey, we'll be back to the extra point right after this. Don't go away. You're listening to the Extra Point Podcast, a playback of our Thursday show on KMAR, Mixler.com, and TuneIn Radio. Tune in Thursdays at 5 p.m. for the Extra Point. Now, back to the show. the extra point with Cody Maroney and Matt Reynolds. It's time for the coaches segment with Patriot head coach Whitney McCartney. Hey, welcome back to the extra point right here on the, what what's the look for? Double J's here too. <laughs> I was going to say that. You're going to pop in Double J. I was going to I was yeah. going to say that. Get the guy in Texas to make a new line. I was going to say that. Hey, uh, it is time for the uh, extra point coaches segment with uh, head coach Whitney McCartney and uh, we've got coach McCartney on the line with us. Good afternoon coach. How you doing? Fine. How you fellas doing? Doing good. Doing good. Ready to get the uh, week one of the LHSA season underway. How about y'all over at Franklin Parish? You ready to get the season started, Coach? Absolutely, man. It's been a been a long five six weeks getting into two days and goes through the scrimmage week, jamboree week, and it's uh, finally here. So everyone's zero and zero, you know. So ready to get going. Well, Coach, I know there are some years where you do lose a lot of starters. You just have to kind of. Uh, kind of redraw the map for the next year but you look on paper and see that you lost numerous starters on both sides of the ball but what you don't see by that you got to dig a little deeper is that you lose you know nearly 90 percent of your production on offense with those guys you lost I mean that's a challenge that a lot of people don't face and I think uh, people that maybe are coming into the season don't realize that Franklin Paris a lot of new faces on both sides of the ball but especially offensively you lose guys that were yeah. making plays for you for quite some time yeah, yeah, it has. You know, we started the season, and we knew, you know, look, it, it wasn't a secret. We we knew we were going to have our 10 seniors, and uh, we're going to have 10 juniors, and mm-hmm. we've got 20 sophomores, and we've got 28 freshmen. And, uh, you know, with those numbers, uh, <laughs> experience is not going to be your strong point, let's just say that. Yeah. Um, we knew that was going to be the task going into the season and in the spring. Uh, went up and played the heck out of West Washington in the spring game. And this summer, you know, we felt good. And the last two or three weeks, uh, you know, you hate to say it, but it's happened. Uh, we've lost right at 11 different guys to an injury or to uh, – we've lost two starters to some uh, late uh, ineligibility by the LHSAA academically. And, um, you know, we are behind the eight ball, man. We are. We, we've been pushed back and back. But, you know, what What do you do, just make excuses? Or do you just keep going back to work and uh, – keep putting game plans together and try to go win ball games and that's what we're going to do but uh like you said about the production yeah losing losing 90 percent of your offensive production but also we don't have a guy registered on the team right now with a sack <laughs> so, yeah uh yeah we're, we're pretty new on both sides of the ball yeah coach uh you know we're looking at last week against ocs of course ocs is a, a very very good fundamentally mentally right. you know physically sound football team and um we had a couple of uh 
uh, a couple of situations there where you got in some third and longs and, and was just trying to make uh-huh. uh, you know productive plays out of it. Uh, had a few turnovers that went against us. Uh, but, you know, in, in saying all that, though, the schedule doesn't get any easier from here. So, you know, I don't, I don't know I don't know who made that schedule, Coach. Well, I'm, I'm guilty as charged. I'll be the one to tell you. No, but, uh, you know, looking at that schedule, Coach, uh, I mean, how do, you, how do you prepare your guys for a season like this? Well, you, you prepare the same way, Cody. You know, you don't, you don't go in and sugarcoat anything and, and you take every game – you know, you treat it the same. We, we we go by a process that, you know, we prepare for each team the same way we prepare for every team. Uh, there's just some teams that, that have a little more talent, have a little more experience, but I don't feel like you prepare for any team harder or less harder any week. I think you prepare for them all the same. You know, obviously you make adjustments to what they do different on offense and defense, but you prepare the same. Um, you know, I think against OCS, what we found was is uh, you know we have four false start penalties. Mm-hmm. All were either a sophomore or a freshman. And when you get third down and ten, third down and eleven, well your third down percentage and conversion is going to be pretty low. You know I don't think we uh, I think we were two of seven or two of eight in third downs, but we only had uh, three third downs that were less than third and six. Right, right. So you know when you put yourself behind the change, especially against a very improved OCS team especially with a young team, you're putting yourself in a bind. And then defensively, uh, we had two guys come out, and we literally looked on the field at one time, and we did not have a kid over the 10th grade on the field mm-hmm. uh, two different two different times during the game. So, you know, it's, it's a young team. Uh, and, you know, for us in the schedule, it turns out to two things mainly on offense. Number one, we say a little saying called kick the ball at the end of the drive. So don't turn the ball over. Either punt it away or kick the extra point, but but don't turn the ball over. Right. And then the other is, you know, be fundamental. You know, trust what you're trained to do. Don't miss blocks that we've been working on for five, six weeks, you know, and we did. But when you get young kids, you put them on that big of a stage like no other Franklin Parish teams that has ever been on that big mm-hmm. of a stage at ULM. A lot of our kids got nervous. You know, it's just the, the, the truth of it. It's the growing up part of it, but – we have to go through it if we're ever going to go forward. Uh, speaking of missing blocks, uh, Coach, uh, you started, what was it, three freshmen at, at times, had them out there on the field on the offensive line. That's got to be tough in the big physical offense that you like to play. Yeah, we uh, during the, the very first uh, day of the week of the jam, we found out we had two players that were actually academically ineligible uh, due to a, a glitch in the system. Uh, that that we didn't have any control over, and it was so it's it's so unfortunate for us and for the kids themselves. But they both of them were sophomores, and yeah, had to replace both of them with freshmen. And so, and coach, so, are they ineligible for the season? Yeah. Oh, that's unfortunately. Mm. Is there is there a, an appeal process that you could possibly go through? I mean, it's a serious question. I know there's been a lot of people talking about it, but is there really a, a process that you could try to appeal that decision, being that it was a, a glitch in the system? Yeah, the, we're not at the end of it. I mean, there's still some things that uh, our athletic director, Coach Steber, is still trying to look at. And, you know, like I say, I'm, I'm not really, a, I guess you would say, allowed to comment much, yeah, but sure. we are still trying to – get a couple of things worked out to see if we can possibly get a hardship or get something done, you know, for those kids anyway. One other thing, uh, Whitney, I know this is this has been a game you've been looking forward to uh, this Friday night. Uh, you, you had a couple of years there at 
Gina as the offensive coordinator mm-hmm. there. And I, I I think you probably wish wish you could have played this game with last year's team, but uh, uh, no doubt. Tell me about looking forward <laughs> to uh, playing your old school here. Well, and, and and I say no doubt. Sure, I would love just for the experience factor, but mm-hmm. look, we we got some great kids on this team. that's going to play hard, and that's one thing I do know. We're going to play hard. Um, you know. I got to coach with my best friend over there, Coach Jay Roark. I was there as the offensive coordinator and strength and conditioning coordinator in 15 and 16. And, you know, in 15, we went 11-1 and one and uh, broke school records for scoring and for rushing yards and passing yards in a season and then broke some records in 16 for consecutive wins in a row. And there was just a lot of great things that, that happened in the two years over there. But, you know, Coach Roark has done things the right way there for about the last 10 years now. And it's one of those processes that he, you know, went through a, a four-win and a three-win season before he got to a five-win or a six-win, and now he has won, you know, less than eight games five years in a row. And so it's a process that, that we're having to go through here, you know, and it's one of those deals. It, it, does, it is trying, especially now that you, you know, have so many injuries on our team and things of that nature. But, you know, hey, it's, it's – it's, uh, it's football, and you gotta you gotta light the scoreboard up. You still gotta play the game, and you know they fumble the ball a few times. We make some plays like I know we can. We'll be right there in the game, and at the end of it, I feel like we could pull one out. But we're gonna have to do everything right on the way. So it's gonna be uh, an exciting start to the season. The Gina Giants and the Franklin Parish Patriots tomorrow night, uh, six thirty pregame, seven o'clock kickoff, right here on the Bird. You're home for Patriot football. Coach McCartney, want to thank you so much for taking time out to chat with us, and uh, good luck tomorrow night against the Giants. Thank you, Cody, and I just want to say a special thanks to uh, everyone who's really been supporting us during this this summer and this off season and and during the preseason. Man, we've had a lot of people that are. Uh, very excited about football here and a lot more people you know getting involved and I'm, I'm really happy about that so we're we're anxious to go and get playing go Patriots absolutely thank you coach Thanks, coach all right Franklin Parish Patriot football head coach Whitney McCartney uh joining us here on the bird and uh the extra point getting set for the 2019 regular season opener tomorrow and um you know we I made I made light of the made it funny about the schedule like who makes that yeah. schedule but you know we've seen in recent years in the past couple of years where it's been that type of schedule because it's been that tough for franklin parish to to schedule people, schedule people. so you've yeah. got to go big this or go the, home with this the schedule. is the first year in many years that a couple of these teams would play franklin parish sure yeah uh in, in lasalle and in caldwell uh, they wouldn't play us for a long time because of a little run we had there around 20 yeah, you didn't want to you didn't want to play them you know yeah, that so was, and not only that, we're a small 4A school. You know we're going to have to play bigger schools, and this team is going to be even, you know, more – it's not going to match up well against a lot of these schools, and it's going to be exactly what Coach McCartney said, do everything right along the way, have a couple mistakes by the team, and you're in the game. But he's doing the right thing, man. He's keeping his kids positive. Uh, you especially don't want to go in after a disaster at an at a exhibition game over the Bayou Jam. Mm-hmm. It's not your season. Get no. on the field first before you start throwing no. in the towel. Just and, practice. Yeah. Well, and just like he said, you know, you got two guys that you've been practicing all summer, all spring, all summer, and, uh, and, and you know, training camp two-a-days, yeah. uh, scrimmage games, and then you get to the Jamboree, and they're like, hey, you know, they're ineligible. That's because crazy. there's a glitch in the system. That does seem like and, it'd be able to be appealed. So the yeah. day before, and I was up there on Thursday, the day before, they're handing out wristbands to two new guys saying, hey, we've got to get you up to speed because you're starting tomorrow night. That How crazy yeah. is that? That's you know, so it's, unfair. 
on top of all the other the injuries and the lack of depth sure. in the young players. And, yeah. so. and hey, Crazy. 20 sophomores, 24 freshmen. Yeah. This team's going to be pretty good in a couple of years. Oh, yeah. And, and Jeff, there's been we've seen this before. I don't know if we've ever seen this many underclassmen play. But, I mean, there's been times, you know, you can think back eight, nine years ago where this it, it happened like this and in a couple of years. You had the, you know, the Jordan Newtons and the Steve Williams class come through, and, and they had right. a few experiences under their belt. And right. They won what seven, eight games. So. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Patriots taking on the Giants tomorrow night at uh, Gina High School. We'll have the Farm Bureau Insurance Patriot pregame show for you at six thirty. Kickoff yeah. is at seven o'clock right here on your home for Patriot football. KMAR ninety five nine. The Bird. We'll take a break. Coming up next, a little LSU football and your picks for this week's games. You boys going to contend this year? Hey, hey, I'm still remembering the 15-0. Hey, and 0. You, I'm living on that. What the hell's name is that right there? <laughs> yeah, I think that's a misprint. Is Sorry, it? Cody. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's close enough. You know, in, in years past <laughs> – sorry, but in years past, <laughs> there's yeah. only been about 10, 15 picks in between this. Last year it was yeah. five, so I don't want to hear close, nothing out close. of you. It's only We're getting better. Years, We're getting so. better out of this. We'll be back right we'll after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Extra Point Podcast, a playback of our Thursday show on KMAR, Mixler.com, and TuneIn Radio. Tune in Thursdays at 5 p.m. for the Extra Point. Now, back to the show. It's amazing. It's the Extra Point with Cody Maroney and Matt Reynolds. This evening, I'm exhausted. Billy breathing, holding on to what I believe in. No matter what, you'll never take that from me. My rain is as far as your eyes can see. It's amazing, so amazing, so amazing. Welcome back to the extra point. The auto tune is strong in that song. <laughs> auto tune gains strong. Look, Kanye. Yeah, man. Yeah, start yeah. out the season with some Kanye. Yeah. Hey, we start out the season with some great college football this year. Did, too. did we not? It was yeah. uh, last weekend was fun. Of course, you know the I thought the Oregon Auburn game was great. Awesome. awesome, I thought it was. Game. I thought it was a it's great exactly game. Exactly what that kickoff game is the, is supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. not yeah. Alabama what? beating the brains out of somebody. LSU and beat Duke. Yeah, Duke. How did Duke, Duke get in that? Get in that? That's what I'm wondering. Too. Who's that LSU? Daniel play? Jones ain't the, there anymore. Little sisters. <laughs> yeah, right. Of the blind hey, that man, LSU played? They might have, but in the past 10 years, LSU have beaten Little Sisters of the Blind 20 to 20, <laughs> 20 to 16, and yeah. 20 to 7. That looked like what you're supposed to do against a team that's Joe Burrow. not as good as you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. Heisman Trophy good. candidate so, now. Yeah, and you got Brady, you know, as the passing game coordinator, brought him in from the Saints. That, that's been a big thing, too, but – you know, when you have a defense that holds the team less than 100 yards, that gets overlooked in last week's performance, and that was a big part of the domination for LSU. Yeah, they. I, look, I was I was extremely, extremely happy with the way that game went. I think everybody was. I mean, there were dead people rising you know, out of the grave. You know We've what I'm waiting for this. You know what I really liked about it, though? All right, Burroughs got five TDs at halftime, right? Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, First, I really wish they left him in for one more series so Six. he could break the yeah. record and you know have it all to himself. But anyways, but they he might get it later. They put now. Miles Brennan in, and instead of you know run run punt or run 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 punt, mm-hmm. they let him throw the ball. Yes, they Don't didn't change stop the offense. their Don't offense. Get conservative, yeah. I I thought that was great. You know that's something that we haven't seen 
You know, normally that game's probably 21-10 at halftime. Hey, and shout out to Miles Brennan hey. for staying with the team. Yes. Yeah. Means, a lot, a lot yeah. of people would have uh, gone, gone ahead and transferred at that. Well, that Jalen Hurts. Jalen yeah, Hurts goes over to Oklahoma. Oklahoma. The, the Balls depth, out. The depth on that LSU team at receiver and running back. Yeah. And, oh, and shout out Dare Rosenthal. Faraday got in in the game, played a lot on the offensive line. We saw him just two years ago. Down there, but it's yeah. a big old boy. Yeah, man, this is going to be a fun yeah. year for LSU Tigers. It, it really is. I mean, I don't, I'm not going to sit there and say they're going to beat Alabama because we will see. Gonna we'll, beat we'll, we'll see when we get there. But yeah, this, we'll, this we'll team see. looks like they can play with Alabama. Well, you know, in Alabama, I'm gonna be honest. It was a little rocky at first. Yeah, it was a little rocky. Had a fumble. Had a missed field goal. Yeah, little little Tungavaloa got in the game in the second half. Of course, they they had a few players that were suspended. Uh, you're always going to have that at a Nick Saban They're team. supposed to be suspended for the first half. <laughs> yeah. But they ended up showing up in the yeah. second quarter. Funny how that happens. Yeah. They just yeah. change it on the day. Well, they had to. Right? You had enough punishment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They had to. Did you learn your lesson? Get in the game. Score a touchdown. I'm just saying. They had to. Um, so, yeah, that the LSU-Texas this weekend, a lot of people are saying that this one will uh, kind of – uh, it'll kind of show what, what each team is going to do for the remainder of the year, which you can't do that because, I mean, we've seen a team go out and blow out Georgia and then have trouble with Florida the next week. So, yeah. you know. Speak, yeah, I mean, the quarterback is Tim Tebow-esque, but, you know, with a better arm is yeah. kind of the way he's described. Yeah. It's going to be a test for the defense, but I have no doubt this defense can, can limit the big playmaking of the Texas offense. Tom Herman is a guy that – LSU went after, wanted him 100%. It didn't work. And they ended up getting Coach O. And Coach O's like, don't matter. Oh, don't yeah. matter. Don't matter. All you need is O. Who's the coach? <laughs> don't matter. I don't care about Tom Herman. <laughs> so, it's, he's got that aspect, too. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think that LSU getting te- having to go to cool Austin Tigers. and play them on the road this yeah. early, this is, this is exactly what this team needs. Tested right out of the gate. See what you got because there's going to be much bigger games down the road. Right, right, absolutely. So that is Saturday, 6.30 p.m. kickoff on ABC. It's the nightcap. Herb Street Company will be there for college game day. Oh, yeah. It's going to be uh, fun in Austin on uh, Saturday. People in Austin better watch out. It's weird in Austin, Jeff. Look, yeah. man. It's they weird better, down there. But get out of the way, man. But uh, So, yeah, um, what about uh, Jalen Hurts? You know, transfers from Alabama, goes to Oklahoma, balls out. What and about then Lincoln Riley? That guy is yeah. the, now the new darling of, of college football writers. He says, the greatest play caller of all time, the most innovative mind. you got to give it to him. He's the Cliff Kingsbury of 2019. Yeah, you're right. I yeah. think that's a good comparison. Cliff Kingsbury of 2019. But, you know, after the game was over with, uh, you know, Sunday yeah. or Monday at uh, his press conference, Nick Saban was asked if he, if he watched Jalen Hurts play on Sunday night. And he was like, well, you know, I was, we're, we're working, doing right. that. And, uh, one of the guys wrote in his column after he's like, I've been in the Alabama uh, field house. There are 20 TVs in there. <laughs> they and were you watching. cannot tell me that the only game on national television, college football on Sunday night, was not on one of those televisions. You can bet they watched every play. Hey, why can't he just give the boys props? Because uh, right now he's got to support his boy, and that's Tua Tungaloa. Well, I mean, you can still support you know, by well, two is going to be the number one draft pick next year. No, I don't think so. I, I don't see him being a very good pro quarterback. Grant Delpit, but watch out for that guy. Um, yeah, <laughs> he may end that yeah. dream yeah. real quick. But no, I don't. I don't think. I think Jalen Hurts would be a better pro quarterback than Tua would. 
I, I, I'm in agreement there. He's I definitely. Think he, getting, I really think he would. He's definitely getting in the system now that will make you successful. Oh on yeah, a professional. Baker, yeah. follow Baker's footsteps. Baker, come on. Just and, don't. And the guy know, last year. Just don't run away from the cops on on video. Don't follow him. Baker's did Baker do that? that way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I th- Baker I didn't did know a lot of things on camera. Call, got, didn't know if that was Baker or, uh, or the other guy. Baker was like, "Is there a camera on? I'll do it." Exactly. <laughs> Shotgun a beer, please. <laughs> no cameras. I'm not doing it. <laughs> Wait a minute. That wasn't Coke on the hood of my car. <laughs> oh, it's bird, oh, it's bird poop. poop. Yeah. Was that what? That was? Yeah, that's Come so on, man. Such a bizarre story. Is is it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I think Johnny Manziel was there. Johnny Mazzell Johnny was, pro- was, was probably in the trunk. Oh, yeah. No, let's go. <laughs> That's mine. I can confirm that it's not bird poop. Yeah. That's not his. It's mine. I was trying to wipe bird poop off on a windshield. That's what that was. <laughs> All right. Picks him. Pick him. Week number one. Uh, 2018 totals. Matt Reynolds led the way. Uh, Double J came in second of, from what they said. I don't remember you that don't at remember all. remember that? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I brought up the rear. 2018 totals, but we were all pretty close. Right? Yeah. So it, was it, was, it was a very competitive year. It was very competitive year. No Eric Parker to uh, bring us all no, out. No, no, because, uh, yeah, no, no, it wouldn't happen like that. Franklin Parish at Gina Week 1, Friday night, tomorrow night, right here on The Bird. Uh, we'll start across the way. Double J, who you got now? I, I have never, ever picked against Franklin Parish in a game. I do not see us defeating. The Gina Giants, however. Ooh. Well, my, my friends over at Norla Sports on Twitter, uh, I won't sell him out who he really is, but he's, he, he covers North Louisiana football, and they give lines like entertainment like uh, on high school football games. I don't know if he takes bets or not. I think it's just for fun. You want to take a guess on what the line of this game is? On the on our Franklin Parish Gina? Yeah. Hmm. Nah. It's a surprising line. I'll just say that close six franklin parish minus one he says it's a computer algorithm that does these from their performance the year before obviously in this game and throughout the season he puts his puts all the performances in there and that's what gives the line so it's it's basing that off of last year it's got franklin parish because there's no performances yet this year well i just think with (laughs) coach roark this is what his 10th year there or so Mm -hmm. and i mean they're in a system that they're very happy with and that they it's been very competitive they yeah. know very well the kids are coming up from junior high mm-hmm. in the system and uh it's just year three in the system so many yeah. freshmen sophomores it's going to be tough yeah i think gina gets the win but uh franklin Parrish, you know has a chance to uh right some wrongs i think uh, yeah tomorrow night. yeah i'm i'm with you i think gina gets the win too but one of the things that i'm looking forward to seeing is, uh, is a little more uh, i hope we all lose on this one yeah i do too. i really do but I, but I'm show us. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking at just a, a little bit more consistency. Yeah, you know, yes. on on offense. You know, it's yeah. You know, the defense. I, th- I thought the defense played exceptionally well, considering mm-hmm. what you, the positions they were put in uh, with the turnovers and you know yeah. the bad field position and that type of stuff. So I think I think they did a you know a pretty good job that. But the offense has got to get better. We've hey, got to be able to score. On a different note, I do want to be able to figure out how to get out of third and eight. That's it. Yeah. I do want to mention, you know, I've been doing this for a few years now. Yeah. And uh, know a lot of uh, different broadcasters everywhere. Had opportunity to sit in the press box with y'all in the second half. Boy, y'all yeah. do a good job. Thank you. Y'all oh, thank you. Y'all are outstanding. I thought you were on the field. That was the first half. Second oh, I half, thought I saw you down there. No, that was me coughing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Cody, Thanks, Cody kept man. looking at me. Shut up. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, you know, we're protégés. Yeah, yeah y'all, y'all did good. Y'all had a good did a trainer, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we're, we're going to try to get those headphones working. I was going to say, those PS4 headphones, they got to work sooner or later, right? Well, I've, I've got if my we can figure out how to cut your earbuds. camera off. We got to be able to cut the camera. <laughs> <laughs> they that didn't want to see my face. To see the inside of the. <laughs> anyway, uh, Oak Grove traveling to Benton tomorrow night. Week Ooh, one action. Yeah. Uh, Matt, I'll give you first go at this one. Well, uh, Drew McCarty, of course, coaching over at Benton. Did you know that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's a coach over there. Uh, I don't know why. I just want to throw that out there. But uh, Oak, oh, Grove, I think, boy. I think Oak Grove pulls off a. A big win. You know, yes, they're probably a more notoriety around the Oak Grove program right now than Benton. Benton jumped up to 5'8 this year. But Oak Grove, you know, 1A team's not supposed to beat a 5'8 team. Yeah. I think Oak Grove, I think after what we saw, they're ready for them. Yeah, they better be ready for uh, a couple of big boys on the defensive line and uh, uh, about three or four, maybe five big boys on the offensive line yeah. and, and speed. And can that That's, big, yeah. can that big 500-pound guy kick or what? I mean, it's like, boom, when it hits his foot. But when he teed it up to kick off the game, I was sitting there going, nah. Yeah. You know, because we're used to what the the watermelon kick or whatever yeah, right. that was called. <laughs> watermelon kick. Was that what it was? That's what it was called. Yeah, that's what it was called. what it was called. The peach yeah. kick. The peach kick. Well, you just kick. lay it down. <laughs> you just lay it down. But anyways, no, he, he teed off on it. And, uh, you know, he kicked it inside the 10-yard line every night. somebody get us a kicker? I'm just can, – can, can we get a kicker like – I mean, there's got to be somebody out there, a soccer player. Yeah. So we're having to use. We're, we're already, uh, you know, small in the depth chart. We we need guys to rest. Do what that, do what play Woe. multiple positions. Yeah. Do what Woe did a couple of years ago. They got a couple of girls off the girls softball team. We got a great yeah. soccer team. Soccer yeah. team, yeah, and, and they could they could kick. Remember those two girls? They could really pop. It. Need so some say, extra points, huh? So yeah. our linebackers and linemen can focus on all <laughs> that, and they can focus on kicking. Matt, you got Oak Grove. Oak Grove, man. I got Oak Grove. OG. OG. All right. Rustin at Neville tomorrow night. Uh, this is a big matchup. Of course, uh, yeah. you know, both teams won. Bill Ruppel Stadium. Their respective Two uh, really jamborees. smart people picked the same team. Oh. One, one person was divergent on this. All right. Okay. Uh, I'll take this one first. I, I think Neville gets it. Neville gets the win week one. I picked Neville as well. Neville as well. Rustin, I think this is uh, going to be a, a – a, Beginning to a great year for didn't the Rustin win last year? This first time in yeah. like thirty-seven yeah. years yep. or something. So Neville's probably got a little payback in mind. Yeah, well, I, I like Rustin. Yeah, you know, and and last year at this point in time, Neville started what zero and two. Yeah, it's probably zero and two or zero and three. Zero and three. Was it zero and three? They lost over there in Mississippi, I think, in week two. So yeah, it was a rough start to the season. That's probably the weakest yeah. Neville team uh, over the yeah, last 15, yeah, 20 years. I think they're a little bit better this year. Got everybody back. We'll year. see. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, Faraday at Alexandria. So I think uh, Coach Smith is going to give them a, a good go in the first half. The Trojans give them a good go, but the other Trojans from Alexandria, the Bachman Trojans, pull away in the second half. High flying offense. Yeah, give me Ash in this one. I got Ash in this one. All right, Ash across the board. Manny at Union tomorrow night. Another uh, great one to start the 2019 season. Slobberknocker, like Jeff said, but I like the Tigers. You want a squeaker, an Aaron Dietrich squeaker over the Union Farmers. All right. Didn't he have a trademark on that? Yeah, I probably just got really, you gotta I probably pay just got sued. But you got to pay him 20 bucks. But no, you, you did give him uh, – I did give him credit. You did, I, did I give did. him credit, so I that, did, that voids the him. suit. So That's now he wants his twenty dollars. He, he owes me. He, he sure. let. He let. He let. Yeah, me we got it recorded. So if anybody yeah. needs to know, <laughs> don't sue me. <laughs> uh, Manny across the board. Manny, 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 Manny. Manny. 
Uh, we go to college football, Texas A&M, mm. and the number one ranked Clemson Tigers tomorrow night. There's nobody I'd like to see get smashed more than the Texas A&M Aggies. This game isn't this game in in uh, College Station? Is it? It might. Um... I, I wanted to, I wanted to say last year they played it at Clemson, but okay. I could be wrong. It, it, it could, could be, be the other way around. It could be the. Other. I saw some highlights. I could be wrong, but uh, I don't really think it changes the outcome of this game. Um, a and is a top ten. A and M played. I mean, uh, a and yeah, top ten. A and M played them tough last year, and it was a really good game. And they came, you know, I think one turnover away from winning that ball game. But uh, Clemson is just right now, man. I think you know they they brought just about everybody back from last season, and that's it's hard. That's that's going to be hard to beat those guys. I'll take Clemson. I got Clemson. Yeah, I'll take Clemson too. I, I don't think last year was twenty eight to twenty six. I don't think it'd be that close. You think it's going to be more, more I think, double I think digits? Going to pull away. Yeah, double digits. G- uh, give me sunshine for the win. Sunshine. LSU at Texas, six thirty kickoff. ABC. Kirk Herbstreit and company on the call. Mm. College game day there as well. Uh, Texas uh, came out with the uh, the DBU. Yeah. T-shirt this the week. Real DBU or the something. Real DBU. Yeah. You don't you don't call out no. LSU's defense like that. Not their not their secondary. You don't. Joey, Joey Burrow shows up in the big games. Yeah. Think back against Central Florida on that huge stage. He got his soul knocked out of him on that interception. You remember this, right? Yeah, I do. He got up and played an excellent game and won the game for the Tigers. I remember. I think I texted you, and I was like, why can't, <laughs> can, we, can, we, can we just not bring Devin White in there to hit him before every game? It's going right. to make him that mad. I mean, not too many people can, especially a quarterback, can come back in and be – you know, focused on the game enough to bring his team back in a bowl game right. like that. Yeah. He showed me last week he's ready for uh, something special this year. I like the Tigers, of course, to get the win. I'm going for Louisiana State University. All right. All right. There's LSU. There's a lot of want in this team. Yeah. Kansas Jayhawks. <laughs> That's, he reminded me of last week. Hey, they, yeah. they won last week. I, hey, one and Go Tigers. One and They baby. won last week. Um yeah, I'm going to LSU. I actually think LSU is going to be something along the lines of like 44-24. Oh, I like it. Well, that'd be great. 20, I, 24 is a big number for, I th- for well, I, in this game. I mean, I, Texas is going to score points because Ellinger's, you know, he's pretty good. He's a good quarterback. He can, you know, he can come up with some and, plays. And, and they're going to be behind, points. so they're going to have to yeah. throw a lot to catch. Yeah, I mean, it, it is what it is. They're going to be in prevent defense right there at the end. They might get to 24. But I see, I see this game being uh, a lot like LSU-Miami a year yeah. ago. Ooh. You see what I'm saying? Unless you could have really blew the doors exactly. off. That exactly. Exactly. Um, Michigan at home against Army week one. Or yeah, week two. I, I debated, week two sorry. I debated on I taking saw Army you. here. I saw you. But, and, and, I, and if I'm taking the points, I'm taking plus 21 in Army. I think they're going to keep it within three, four, or five points, but I think Michigan wins. Uh, yeah, I'm going Michigan. I chose Michigan. Wolverines. Um, West Wolverines. Virginia at Mizzou. Is that not? Is that tonight? No, it's not tonight. It's Saturday. Speaking I think. of Little Sisters of the Blind, didn't Missouri lose to them last to week? To Wyoming, yes. Wyoming and, and Missouri was supposed to be kind of a dark horse in the East this year, and you know they got the transfer from Clemson, Kelly Bryant. Not so much. Wyoming beats them in Week One, so I think West Virginia puts it on them. Yeah, I'm, I'm going West Virginia too. Also, our favorite uh, Northerner. 
uh, ESPN broadcaster, um, resident pot smoker, uh, Pat McAfee. <laughs> yeah. Is, uh, is from West Virginia. <laughs> is he? Okay. Is all over this game. Oh, okay. Uh, yesterday right. on the Pat McAfee 2.0 podcast. He's all over some cocaine. Yeah, too. that too. That too. Uh, you <laughs> Sorry, know, I, I forgot all Pat about McAfee. that game last Thursday when you texted <laughs> yeah. me. He's like, What's wrong with Pat McAfee? <laughs> so yeah, I cut it on, yeah. and he's losing his mind in yeah, the booth. He was hyped up, man. It's good stuff. I don't know. If, up in the booth, I don't know yeah. if Matt Hasselback's going to be able to contain <laughs> that all year. Yes, West Virginia. I've, I've got the Mountain Mamas of West Virginia. That's right, Mountain Mamas. Yeah. All right, uh, Arkansas at Ole Miss. Man. Arkansas losing last weekend. Ole Miss Pillow. almost lost last weekend. No, they, Fifteen they to ten. Lost. Yeah, they almost lost. Almost Pillow lost. Fight right here. Ole Miss is terrible, but Arkansas is worse. <laughs> Ole Miss is just so – they have nothing on offense, but when, Arkansas is just – they're worse. So. When's the last time we had this many SEC teams lose on opening Ooh, day? Oh, man, I don't know. Tennessee. Yeah. The, Dude, Arkansas, Tennessee died. We, we watched Tennessee die last week. I mean, you can't lose that game like they lost it. When you got a new coach come, it, you can't do it. Yeah, I don't see them recovering from that this year. But, yeah, I like – Old Miss in this game, I guess it really means nothing because neither of these teams are going to continue. No, it's the bottom half of the SEC has got to be the weakest Ooh, it's bad. in the history of the conference. It's so bad. Uh, I mean, oh, Ole Miss. I, Ole Miss. I can't. Yeah, pull. Hold up the plate. I can't. I can't do. Uh, well, Eminem. I can't. I can't pick <laughs> Arkansas. I'm not. I'm not a big Arkansas fan. I'm not a fan of Ole Miss either. I'm but, not a fan uh, of either one of them, but if I had one. to pick yeah, one. You're an Ole Miss fan. I see the license plate right here. In you studio. brought that. There's not a single Cody Mac <laughs> fingerprint on that license. That thing's been there for two dang years since you brought it it's here. been longer than that, my friend. It has been longer than that. Well, we're in year seven now. <laughs> it's been a while. And it's still here. <laughs> Let's go to professional football picks, uh, our pro pig skin pick them for this week. Packers, mm, Bears, tonight. the 100th. Year of the NFL yes. kicks off tonight, nice. and what better way than Packers and Bears? Huh? Two hundred year olds, two two yeah. hundred year old teams. Yeah, two hundred. Yeah, two one hundred. Two one hundred year old. Teams. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Aaron Rodgers has his mustache waxed, ready to go. Did you see that thing? Yeah, it is. It is so chips. He could be a. He could be a California Highway like Patrol. Seventies. Yeah. Eighties. Yeah, I know what you're going to say. Yeah. So I like the Bears defense. I think they're Die Bears. they got a couple of the best defensive defensive players in the league, especially Khalil Mack. I think he is the best defensive player in the league. I'm I don't I'm not so sold on the on the Packers offense. I like Aaron Rodgers, but I don't know if he has the weapons. I, I'm I'm with you on that. I, I still I still can't believe I still think that John Gruden goes home every night and sits in his chair and he's like that damn Khalil Mack. Uh, he, oh, well, if he doesn't, he's crazy. Right? I mean, you get what? What all? Like, what all did the Bears league. give up though to get him? Oh, they did. But then you know, it was worth it. It's worth it Absolutely. if you get a game changer like that. I, I think that rejuvenated Mack's career. Oh yes, yeah. Because he wasn't doing what he did last year in Chicago in Oakland. Mr. Trubisky has to show me something this year. It's time. I yeah. mean, it's either this year or you go another way next year. Well, it's like Kirk Cousins. Yeah. You know, when Kirk Cousins was in was in Washington. Washington. And Jay Gruden, mm-hmm. who's in Washington, you know, I, how long do you sit there and watch a guy yeah. fold in that last half of the year? And, you know, when he wins a game, he beats the Jets. I didn't and he walks that. off the field and hollers, you like that? And, I didn't understand that. Yeah. Of course, in the, in, the, in the Vikings, like, pay him this contract. Yeah. And he sucked. I'd have rather, I'd have rather him kept Case Keenum. I would have taken Case Keenum. At least Case Keenum took you to the NFC Championship game. Correct. Yeah, I, I think uh, the Bears get the win tonight. What say you, Jeff? I think y'all are both wrong oh, because okay. 
there's this little guy by the name of Aaron Rodgers. Oh, that plays for the Packers, and I have faith in him. Okay. Right. This is the game where we make a little separation. Okay. Make a little. It's the. F- <laughs> it's the first week. That's it. We gotta get separated. <laughs> well, we did pick different teams, so somebody's yeah. gonna win. Okay. And Two then, bears, one that's Packers. gonna follow the divorce afterwards. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> separated first. <laughs> Los Angeles Rams coming off mm. their 13-3 loss in the the Super Bowl last mm. year against the New England Patriots. They will travel to take on Cam Newton and the Carolina what's Panthers. What's the story of Cam? Is he okay? or what's the I, I don't think Cam's ever been okay. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But I know he got injured preseason. Um, man, he's I haven't some, heard anything lately on it. I think they just held him out for the rest. He's got of some season. great players around him. I mean, if he, if he can't do it this year, they're in real trouble. I was this close to taking Christian McCaffrey with my first pick of the like uh, fantasy draft. It, it, it all depends on who's the quarterback, I think. It really does. To be so big and so physical, to always be so hurt. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Just, yeah, you're right. Maybe that's why he's always hurt because yeah. he's just a big-bodied guy. Yeah, I like the Rams. Um, got the Rams. To, to take care of business. You got the Rams, too. Yeah, I took the Rams, too. Um, Jared Goff getting $110 million guaranteed a couple days ago. Uh, it's just bizarre. $110 I mean, I guess he's million? a good quarterback. Guaranteed. 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 What the heck is wrong with people, man? <laughs> I think it's the NBA. Just give me 200000 guaranteed. I'll come say, back he to you. He could be like number 40 in the NBA right now. Salary as far as guaranteed money? Yeah. yeah he'd it's be, all, what, fifth or sixth in the um, MLB behind yeah. Uh, yeah. Bryce Harper and Mike Trout. And in the NBA, it's all guaranteed. Yeah. No, uh, what's that? What's that other guy that used to play for Baltimore? Nobody wanted him, so now he's playing for San Diego. Flacco? Manny Machado. Oh man, oh. <laughs> I'm talking about baseball. <laughs> Manny. Manny Machado. Yeah, Manny Machado. Baseball. Uh, Rams across the board. We head to uh, let's see, game number three: the New York Football Giants traveling to Dallas to take on the Cowboys and newly re-signed, Back extended from the dead, baby, Back ninety from the dead. million dollars. But- Guaranteed. Has Jerry got him to step on the scale yet, though? Yeah. Okay. Did he Make show it sure. with? They say he's in way better shape than Did he, he not show it with yeah. three, three nose rings? Was that correct? I have no idea. I think he had three nose rings, and of that, course, there might be that might nullify his contract. He always kind of he always kind of looked like an Ewok to me, really. Yeah. But <laughs> it's kind of hard to get through uh, the airport with three nose rings. Yeah. Uh, well, he uh, he waited Jerry out and. I guess they thought, you know, this well, is the best chance. Let me tell you what happened. And and this is, you know, numerous sources have said this, and it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Two days before, on Monday, the Cowboys re-signed Lyle Collins. But in the process, they saved about $6 million a year in cap space. I think that was what got this deal done. Well, Lyle Collins... Was a must. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they, he found, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Zeke's a great running back. I just didn't think it was going to. But happen. I think that did, and 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 mm. I think now because that was able to happen, now Jerry knows he's got the money to sign Dak, and he's mm-hmm. got the money to sign Amari. Yeah, Amari Cooper's the, the truth. Got to keep I mean, that's, Yeah, you know that. So, you know, out of all of that being said, now when you look at New York, you've got a little bit of a quarterback controversy so, now. How long is Eli in there? I think he's. You talking about this weekend? I'm talking about this season. Because I, I, I was looking at this weekend. Wow. Yeah, you think he's out of there already? Dude, I, it depends. Don't you think he would fit well with the Indianapolis Colts? Put, Eli? Put Eli on the Colts. Peyton's like team. It. But listen, the, the Colts have already given Jacoby Brissett a new mm-hmm. contract. Mm-hmm. And they just signed Brian Hoyer 
uh, gave him nine million dollars for the yeah, season. Exactly. Exactly. The backup guy. But, but all that being said, like I don't think they have what New York's going to want to uh, be able to get an Eli Manning. I just don't think it's it's in the cards. But this, I mean, I he may not. I could be wrong, and I hope I'm. Yeah, I'm not. But I, I don't. I don't see him making it two games. Oh wow. That would be a sad way to end. You know, you know, a couple of years ago when when what's his face, the guy looked like he was from the mafia, was coaching the Giants. Yeah, he yeah. got fired halfway. You know, right held, there at the end of the year. Yeah, he held Eli out. He took time. Eli McAdoo. out. McAdoo, Ben McAdoo. Yeah. That's it. You know, they they took him out. It messed up his streak of starts. And uh-huh. and by the way, that means something to a player. I don't care what mm-hmm. Eli Manning said. He went home and threw a few beer bottles against a wall, mm-hmm. uh, probably some darts at McAdoo's head on a, you know, on yeah. a poster. But that that messed up something, and, you know, you, you just – you don't do that. That, oh, that to um, me – Archie Manning. The Giants were in a oh, yeah. dumpster fire then anyway. You don't pull the guy That's from true. Uh, at least let him start. Eli's nephew – uh, not Peyton, but his other brother that does all Cooper. Cooper's Cooper. son. Cooper Manning. Yeah. A true freshman, Arch the, Manning. Arch Manning, who's starting for Newman as a freshman this year, quarterback. So it's another it, Manning coming They've up. had a few Newmans. At, yeah. A few, play, a few, few Mannings, Mannings at Newman. Yeah, Mannings they have. Newman. So, I like uh, the Cowboys, though. I, I don't think the. I think it'll be pretty rough, actually. I think it'll be a big score. Uh, yeah, I don't uh, – uh, you know, all these division games are, are fairly close. Didn't matter how bad each team is or not. I, I do think the Giants' defense actually got a little better in the offseason, so that's one thing to look for. But I don't think their offense has, they got, a has got any that's better. Uh, Saquon Barkley is, it. you know. Um, and they don't really have a, a really a number one receiver when no. Odell left and went to Cleveland. So, um, yeah, I, I do think Dallas wins this game um, by a couple of scores. Maybe. I picked the boys. Yeah. Pick the you, boys you, and that you rarely one. do that. Yeah. I rarely do. But yeah, you I really do. Boys. Appreciate that, Jeff. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I thought that Cody Maroney had called uh, Jerry Jones up and said, we got to sign him. We got to sign him. Oh, that's where I was Give at all last money. weekend. I was trying Give to get the deal money. done. Get the deal done. I was trying to get the deal done. Uh, Steelers at Patriots on Sunday. This is a big game. Yeah. Marquee 325 matchup. I feel like this is a game where the Patriots could lose. Like I could, yeah, me too. I think so. I could see that, but I think they win. I don't know if that makes sense. I think <laughs> it's hard to pick against the Patriots. So, uh, yeah, mm, I'm, I'm kind of the same way. You pick against the Patriots, and Bill Belichick comes to your house yeah. and beats you up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he doesn't say anything. Speaking of Bill Belichick, uh, coming up on uh, December, Bill Belichick and Nick Saban have a uh, a little sit down. On HBO, it's like a two-hour special where nice. they they talk about you know. But they I mean? glare at each other for an hour. <laughs> now they they're they're uh, friends. They used oh, to yeah. coach together, and uh, so so you've got the winningest yeah. um, or you know the winningest Super Bowl winning coach, and of oh. course you know Nick Saban uh, all together. That's neither that's make for some good TV. You have the two greatest coaches, know. the greatest coach in the history of pro football and the greatest coach in the history of college football. Neither is together. Neither yeah. is known for their yeah. personality. Yeah. It's going to be fun. It's be fun I think Saban is maybe a little bit, but Bill Belichick nah. certainly isn't. No. Nah. Saban likes to do the Cupid Shuffle at his uh, recruits' house yeah. parties. Hey, you don't know me, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Uh, last one, Monday Night Football, the first of a doubleheader. Yeah, I always God. love week one because we got two games on I Monday night. I never finished the second game. I never like, do. Peace but, out at 11 o'clock. But that's okay, though, because, yeah. you know, in years past, the you know, whatever the marquee Monday night game was out of the doubleheader, yeah. it's, it's always, you know, in Chargers California. Or- 
and oh, they always have a uh, what's her face and and uh, hey Jeff knows what <laughs> what you call it and what's her face yeah these two guys made fun of me <laughs> on the elevator the other day so. are you talking about Beth Mullins that's it oh yeah yards bulldogs yards. first down yeah yeah oh. anyway she's always uh. Her and I think Rob Ryan or, or Rex Ryan oh, yeah. doing the game. <laughs> Look at my hair. Sergio Dip <laughs> on the sidelines. Yeah. When he was trying to talk yeah, about the, the San Francisco life. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard from Sergio Dip again. Never. That was it. I'm pretty sure he got fired. <laughs> uh, yeah. That, YouTube that, folks. Sergio Dip. Oh, man. Uh, Saints at home against the Houston Texans. Oh, boy. Monday Night Football, Double J. I'm going to give you first. What do you mean we were picking on you in the elevator the other yeah. day? I get a phone call from a, an opposing radio station. An wanting, opposing radio wanting station. Yeah. to know about yeah. the jamboree. Yeah. And I said, sure. They said, well, we're losing you right now. I said, well, I'm in the, and for dramatic purposes, I was taking a breath. and In an elevator with 15 people. Well, yeah. we were in the elevator. And, and they were laughing at me. Laugh at the guys had two strokes. Go ahead. <laughs> it wasn't that. It was the awkward situation that it was so silent with 15 people, coaches from OCS, all these people we didn't know, and you're on the phone talking to a radio station about the game. It yeah. was just the, the whole hilarity of the whole situation. And then, and then he was like, well, you know, we lost our quarterback. We lost our running backs. And I said, back, said I said, we lost the water boys. Yeah. <laughs> which, which is true. Which all, is true. Got all all new cheerleaders. Who? Did we lose Honeybun? Oh, yeah. Honey oh, yeah. Been gone. Honeybun's oh, been, been gone. I thought he was yeah. a fifth-year senior. Saw him at Walmart the other day. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I see him. Yeah. In the Honeybun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. How about them Hoodats? Are they going to win? Oh, yeah. We got the Saints. Yeah, I think they get the win. I think they get the win. I, I don't know what they do this year, but I think they get the win. I got I got to see the Texans two weeks ago. Yep. Preseason game number three rough, in Dallas. Pretty rough game for the Texans. What? Uh, their offensive line is garbage. But they just improved it with that trade. Yeah, yeah but uh, I mean, I don't know how much one guy can do it, but that can help out certainly. Yeah, they got Mr. Gas Mask, did they not? Now, now, <laughs> now, granted, they're playing against. Sure did. <laughs> <laughs> he did like the gas mask. He did like it. That. He did like it. Now, granted, their offense was playing against probably what's going to be a top five defense this year. The Cowboys' defense is legit. We all yeah. we all know it. They're legit, and against their ones, and that was without Demarcus Lawrence. That was without uh, Tyrone Crawford. James Vanderbeek. That was without Robert Quinn. Hmm. That was without James Vanderbeek. <laughs> Leighton Vanderbeek. <laughs> I quit. Saints. Saints, oh, yeah. are, Saints, Saints are winning by three Bruce touchdowns. Wayne. You hear me? Three touchdowns. Three, tu- three touchdowns. Three. Saints are winning three by three touchdowns. Three of them. Wow, Trace guys. Of them. Football's here. I'm so excited. Uh, by the way, um, Bleacher Report update, Oakland plans to either suspend A.B. or have him inactive for the opener. Good. Um, he likely will stay away from the team. He's going to be hanging out with O.J. Settle down. Extra Point Cameo on Twitter, on Facebook, and TuneIn Radio Mixler. Also, you can hear mm-hmm. us on the airwaves tomorrow night, 95.9 Cameo. Can't wait. 6.30 pregame, 7 o'clock kickoff right here on The Bird. Thanks for hanging out with us uh, for uh, Double J, Matt Reynolds, myself. We'll see you next Thursday for another episode of The Extra Point right here on KMAR. And we'll see you tomorrow night for some football on a Friday night. We're out of here. Have a great rest of your Thursday evening.
tuning in to The Extra Point. Tune in each Thursday during football season for The Extra Point with Cody Maroney and Matt Reynolds. Thanks for tuning in to the Extra Point Podcast. You can listen live weekdays at 5 p.m. during football season on KMAR, Mixler.com, and TuneIn Radio. Or you can catch the playback of our show right here each Friday. Be sure to share our weekly episodes with your friends on all social media platforms. 